What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 165 and if I sound a little bit lazy in this one it's cuz I do have a splitting headache right now but I'm still going to try and make sure that I that you know the episode is not too bad and uh as always make sure you're listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at I personally prefer 2x and uh, you know a lot of people prefer 1.5x that's something you could be looking at one thing I realized is that it is not as easy or it's not really possible uh to change the playback speed on on you know a web on a website like um whether you're listening to it on a laptop or a pc it might not be possible to change the playback speed as a result it might end up being extremely boring and slow for you so if that's the case then it's possibly best listen to it on mobile itself cuz you know it it just changes the entire experience trust me so i hope you do that and let's get started all right so starting off with the market snapshot now this is precisely why i did not want to record an episode yesterday itself because sometimes nse's data takes a little bit of time to update plus I just wanted to see what the global markets are looking like before uh you know posting my episode so I thought I'd wait out. Now Nifty has closed below 9000 it's at 8993.85 it's down 118 points or 1.3% so it's not too bad and uh, it it has closed below 9000 so that does mean that that 9k resistance is very strong uh but we'll come to that in a bit in the next segment. the market cap has reduced drastically but i'm not quite sure how much i should trust this number because a few days ago this was uh this was in the 30 bracket today it's in the 26 uh, ballpark so i'm not quite sure what to make of this uh, fi's and di's both sellers this time and uh, it it looks like the di's have been selling very consistently since the past two days or the past two trading sessions uh once again i'm not quite sure what the reason for that is but it could be that they too are expecting a negative day this is uh there there was this really nice uh there's a really nice twitter thread i forgot by by whom it was but it basically said that even in 2008 when the recession happened and when the markets really did very terribly world over uh there were like four or five instances where they recovered like 40 to 50% of their uh, total loss like the total loss in the market the loss in value in the market was recovered to the extent of around 40 to 50% four or five times maybe even more so you know the fi's and the is might be thinking that this is something similar so you know as soon as the prices started inching upwards they might have started selling whether it's exi- ex- exiting their existing positions and uh, you know aiming at buying back at lower prices or whether it's just plain old shorting so uh, that could be something that is happening here as well now the ad ratio was still positive it's above one which is a good sign but not by that much 928 gainers and 917 declines 111 unchanged stocks 
So that's what we are seeing. And uh, the broad market indices, all of them are down once again. Um, you know, it, it appears to be that VIX has gone up. And this is something very interesting that I observed during the start of the day pretty much that uh, typically what happens is that VIX ends up going down on, on open. But I think since the past two trading sessions, uh, it's been the opposite where VIX actually goes up uh, on, on, on market open. So I'm not quite sure if that does mean that we'll see those extremely high volatility levels once again in this expiry, but uh, that's just something to keep in mind. And this expiry uh, reminds me of something. Nifty IT had traded, stopped trading, uh, I think, last week or something. So, uh, you know, if you've been trading Nifty IT, then uh, looks like you won't be able to trade that now, but I'm sure you already know that. I'm a bit late to uh, break this news to you, so apologies for that. Uh, but broad market indices looks like it was the large caps which really suffered properly, mid caps too, and surprisingly the small caps were fairly well contained, uh, especially the the 250 top small caps. Looks like they really uh, were able to perform reasonably well, or whether it's just some very extreme values, you know, extremely positive uh, small caps, extremely negative small caps, and then it just becomes an average of uh, something in the middle. So that might also be the case here. Can't really say. Sectoral indices, two sectors performing well, pharma and metal. All the others in the ditch. Realty perform is the worst performer this time. And I just read a headline that there is a report which says that realty prices, real estate prices might go down by around 20% because of this. And uh, that's that's actually uh, very likely because even in 2008, a lot of people that made a killing in real estate made a killing when they actually ended up buying in 2008. And uh, there are a lot of people like that. I, I know of two people who ended up buying, uh, you know, real estate in those 2008 and such recessions. So they might be buying right now also. So if that's the case, then uh, realty prices might go down but then the actual activity that's happening might increase uh, that's something to keep in mind as well financial services and banking once again not really the best performer auto is down as well but i think uh, it's just it's possibly just profit booking happening especially on stocks like maruti which really did exceptionally well two sessions ago uh, highs and lows 18 highs 35 lows for the entire exchange of securities above 20 rupees and we're seeing a few known stocks here biocon dr ready ruchi soya once again on this list and it's it's unbelievable it's, it's pretty crazy how this is working it's at 230 right now so it's just it's it's relentless it seems uh, and a few other gold ETFs in this list. With the 52-week lows, we're seeing a few, um, you know, uh, more of, uh, uh, you know, hotels and such in this list, hotels and restaurants in this list, uh, in this list, because we're seeing chalet hotels, coffee day enterprises, and a few snack companies here. Overall, realty is on this list as well, and looks pretty sad. SBI cards, in fact, uh, on this list as well. It, I think it hit lower circuit down 15.15%. I'm not quite sure what the reason for that is, uh, but it, it might just be something related to the news or the sentiment. The bulk deals for the day, 
uh, quite a lot actually. Eyeball Housing Finance once again. It's the same company. Looks like they really, really like uh, Eyeball Housing Finance. Tower Research Capital Markets India Private Limited is their name. Uh, Vodafone Idea once again on this list. Jaw Style once again on this list. So these are a few very common bulk deals that are that seem to be happening. No block deals and no new short positions indicated on NSE. As far as the global markets are concerned, all of them are positive except for FTSE, which is down. And uh, it's down not by that much, just 43 points or 0.74%. Uh, SGX Nifty is in the green right now. It's 57 points positive. It was much more positive uh, earlier, but now looks like it's just settled at this level approximately. And even the other Asian markets looks like, look like they are positive. Now, whether the indices would have already priced in the uh, the lockdown extension, and that is why we possibly saw two sessions of uh, you know two negative sessions, or whether it, it's it's just um, you know something which was there for other reasons, I'm not quite sure. If they've already priced in this lockdown, then of course there is a chance that they might follow uh, the path of these global markets and continue having a positive day. Or if, uh, if you know, they haven't really priced the lockdown in and such, then uh, there's a chance that, you know, we might see a positive opening, but then that gap might be filled in very shortly after. So that is a chance as well. And with that, let's move to uh, the indices. All right. So I know I, I, I said that this is supposed to be the indices section, but I forgot to talk about crude and FX. So I thought I'd just talk about it here now wti is five percent down almost at 21.33 per barrel brent is at 31.21 down 1.67 percent and i've just been seeing a tsunami of information about uh, how that opec plus agreement and supply cart and stuff might not be what it looks like on the face of it and whether you want to take that with a grain of salt or whether you want to go by that completely or whether you just want to disregard those reports completely, you know, whatever you want to do, it's a very weird and very volatile situation that we are faced with right now. So it anything is pretty much possible is what my opinion on this is. Um, you know, I think a few days ago, my friend was telling me that, hey, Oil looks like a really good uh, place to, you know, good good instrument to invest in. And he's someone who really follows these uh, news-based events behind crude and such very closely. So I told him that, look, this market is such that anything can happen. We've been seeing a lot of contradicting uh, views on uh, oil prices in general, very contradicting reports as well. And I told him to hold out. And uh, turns out the next day oil fell. So... It's, it's a very volatile place where it's at right now. And the demand issue will still not change for quite a bit. So if you are into oil, then I, I really do hope what you're doing. Otherwise, it's going to be an extremely volatile few uh, weeks to a few months for crude, I feel. Um, FX once again opened at a gap up and then filled in that gap very, very fast and very, very easily. It's right around the previous close at 76.27. I think the previous close we spoke about was at 76.3. So not a lot of movement that has happened. And it's still respecting yesterday's low roughly. And uh, 
the next support for it is going to be approximately at 7621 so let's see what happens uh, but now shifting gears finally coming to the indian indices and the charts of the indian indices specifically now intraday it looks like a w pattern partial w pattern at least very very stiff resistance from the previous close which is also evident on the daily chart and that uh, approximately 9100 price level has been a very stiff resistance for it since i think the past four or five attempts so it's completely understandable why it turned back right from there especially because the previous close was around that 9100 level uh, on the daily chart also we are seeing something very interesting yesterday's candle and uh yesterday's in the session before that scandal are exactly the same except one is a positive one one is a negative one and they are both hanging in the middle of the air pretty much now the next support is probably going to be around 8760 or so that's going to be the very first level that i'd be looking at if we do not count a 8900 uh, support level and the next resistance is possibly going to be around 9300 or so if it's able to break that 9100 barrier if it's not able to break that 9100 barrier then well uh, 9100 would be the resistance so that's what i am looking at uh, bank nifty now a very very similar intraday chart a very well defined uh, w pattern here s1 acting as a good support and the previous close acting as a very stiff resistance once again the daily candle pattern is the same uh, you know yesterday's and the trading sessions before uh, trading session before yesterday's candles are the exact same except they are one is one is a green candle one is a red candle and uh, again again they're pretty much floating in the air at this point and uh, that's that's what we're seeing with the indices so let's move to my trades Alright, so my trade for the day was longing HDFC equity and uh, I did that because it, it appeared to be at a good uh, support zone and the price was right. So I ended up longing it and I waited for a bit. I had a trailing stop loss set where I would not make any loss and I would still make uh, you know a reasonable amount or an okay-ish amount even after deducting brokerage and such. So I kept a trailing stop loss at that level. And it was giving me a reasonable amount. I think it approximately around 1690 was the price level when uh, you know I, I I I was getting the max money. And then I thought that okay, let's see if it's able to close above 1690 or so. My dad said that there's a chance it might test 1700. So obviously, hoping that happens, I was holding on to it. And then uh, the next thing you know, the TSL was hit. And literally the next candle after the TSL was hit, in fact, the same candle after the TSL was hit, it took crazy support right around my TSL. Then it bounced up for a bit. So had I held on to it, obviously I'd have made more money. Uh, but it really doesn't matter. What matters is that no losses were made that day, which is a very good sign for me right now. And that, that was pretty much the only trade that I took. I parked those funds in a nifty ETF and all, all was good. So that's, I think that's very similar to how my trading pattern is probably going to be uh, in these coming days where I just try to make a very quick uh, profit and then I park it into an ETF or something or, an, or another stock or something like that. So, and that's, I feel that's the safest way to go about it because 
a month from now, six months from now, nine months from now, basically some time from now, the stocks will recover 100% and they will continue making gains. So you want to be invested in those stocks when they start making those gains. And if you want to do that, then you really do have to park in the money back in those very strong, inherently strong stocks or an ETF like Nifty's ETF and such. So I feel that's a, uh, to me, that appears to be a smart way of going about things. I'm very curious to know what you feel. So feel free to let me know at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Indian Markets with KR on Instagram. Very curious to hear what you have to say about it. And uh, yeah, that that those were my that yeah those were my trades for the day. If you count, uh, you know, re reinvesting the profits. And uh, yeah, that was it for this episode as well. Hope you found this helpful and informative. I re- I know that this this episode was a bit boring and it was a bit lengthy, and I really did not do much to make it sound interesting and engaging. Uh, but um, like there is really no nothing that I can say. Uh, to make up for it i'm just too uh you know headachey and throat sorry this time so i'm hoping that the coming episodes will solve that completely so yeah happy trading tomorrow that's it for this one